Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Cholantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. I am very particular about the type of CBD and hemp products that I use. There's so much hype and lack of testing and quality in the industry. So the company that I love and use is Evo Hemp. Not only do they have a beautiful product like hemp seeds, CBD oil, gummies, even hemp chocolate, protein bars, protein powder. They also support a 40-acre co-op farm in Minnesota, which is farmer-owned, focusing on bringing equality and innovation back to black, indigenous, and other socially disadvantaged farmers. So if you are looking into trying any type of CBD or hemp products, head over to evohemp.com. The link is in the show notes. And make sure you use code WITCHY, W-I-C-T-H-Y, for 20% off of your purchase. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. Again, this is a show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way. They are actually leading the way. And today we are talking about long-lasting and loving, beautiful relationships with our guests, Drs. Michael and Barbara Grossman. For over 25 years, they have taught thousands of couples practical skills to create a fulfilling romantic partnership. They have TV appearances on CBS, NBC, Fox, and CW. Tune into this powerful interview that we're about to have to discover the secrets of having a fulfilling long-term romantic relationship with genuine love that lasts forever through all phases of life. Doctors Michael and Barbara teach practical skills that allow couples to experience a profound deepening of emotional and spiritual life through your romantic relationship. I'm excited to dive into all of these tenets and talk about your newest, latest, beautiful book, Welcome to the show, Doctors Michael and Barbara. Great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And not to confuse anybody, I'll have to make sure Dr. Michael and Dr. Barbara, so we don't we don't have everybody starting talk at the same time. Uh, but I'm excited to have you guys on the show. And I always ask, how did you get into you know helping people with lasting long romantic loves? I know you're both doctors with different backgrounds. Uh, if you could albeit brief, your, your, your history and how you got to writing this new book that you guys have out today. So we got involved with this because we were having problems in our marriage. We got married, we were 21 and 20, 20 years old. And after 10 years of having a marriage where we did whatever I thought was best, and I liked that marriage, then Dr. Barbara began to have her own ideas and thoughts and feelings about how things should be. And she went to graduate school and they, they taught her to think for herself, which was a problem. And, and so then our relationship changed and we went through a big, long process of trying to figure out how do you have two independent people staying married together and, and feeling that love you had when it was a different kind of relationship. So we had to do a lot of things. So we went to a lot of counseling, which was not helpful. We did a lot of mentoring with people who 
helped us to think about what relationships about and develop ourselves and learn how to talk and communicate. And that was extremely helpful. And out of that, we began teaching classes to our patients and clients. And, and we've done that now for what, 40 years or something. Beautiful, beautiful. And your newest book, or your book, Angels Love, The Sexy Science of Falling in Love Forever. You guys don't just talk about, like you said, just not just counseling. There's this mind and this body and soul attribute to the work that you do, to this book. Can you got, give us a summary of how all those three really impact creating a angel's love? That's a big question. That yeah, I know. We can unpack it the whole conversation. <laughs> Gosh, you want to talk about that? Well, you're, you're the... Um the medical doctor and you, you know, uh, uh, I'll just introduce uh, Michael. He's, you know, he's been involved in longevity medicine. So in order to have great love, you have to have, you know, energy, vitality, youthfulness. And um, there's a lot of, of um, uh, medicine that's outside of government medicine that really contributes to a, um, you know, lots of, of um, opportunities to stay young and vital for extended period of time. We're not young. And we're, we have a very dynamic life and it's, it's a, a big factor in, in creating and maintaining love. Oh, for sure. And with the body aspect, well, we can start there. What kind of things or tips that our listeners can do to kind of maintain their bodies in, in order to, I mean, process, I'm assuming, and feel these, these love hormones? <laughs> Ask very big questions, you know. <laughs> Each one needs about an hour and a half to answer you, but we'll try to make it uh, uh, short. So, as an anti-aging rejuvenation specialist, I, I help people to stay young no matter what their age is. So, for women, you go into your 40s, you go into menopause, you start feeling old very quickly. We can use natural bioidentical hormones, not the synthetics that restore youthfulness, brain, energy, mood, libido, muscle, stamina, endurance, sleeping, everything gets better. And you just feel young again. Whereas otherwise you're going to menopause, you feel like an old lady and in the two years you're just like uh, exhausted and old. For men, it happens more slowly. It happens over 10, 15 years, it's a slow process of getting old. Men who's 40, they feel so good. By the time they're 50, they feel old. 60, well, they're old. And all that's reversible with natural bioidentical hormones. And it works so well. And it extends life and reduces cancer and heart disease. So I do lots of that. I have lots of fun doing that. We have many other things we do to keep people looking young and feeling young. And that's a whole area of medicine. That's what I do most of my day. That's what I do. And it's totally fun kind of a thing. But now it overlaps with Dr. Barbara's section of the book here. She's talking about my section. I'm talking about her section. Her section of the book is the mind. And what we find is that the most important factor in longevity after the age of 50 is not smoking, it's not alcohol, it's not overweight, it's not blood pressure, it's not anything else. It's the quality of your personal relationships. It's like an 80-year study at Harvard, uh, like 500 you know, people in the study over 80 years, a huge study. It's like mind-blowing that that's the most important thing in longevity. 
So that means when you're upset and you're not having good personal relationships in your life, particularly your romantic relationship, not good for longevity. That makes sense. That makes sense. And Dr. Barbara, I would love to hear more of your section of the book, you know, your, your brain and why that's so important with, with lasting long-term romantic relationships. Well, um, uh, my section has a lot of different um, uh, themes in it, but the most, I think the most important theme is that relationships change over time. There's definitely stages of development. And it's inevitable that you get to a place in a relationship where there's more conflict, there's more individuality. Um, the, the honeymoon eventually is over and you have to rebuild partnership with new skills and, um, and, and a new um, uh, skills that have to do with sharing and skills that have to do with um, really, you know, um, deeper reflection about your life. And we teach those skills because it's important that you, that couples get through that very, very difficult stage. I think there's way, way, way too many divorces because couples are really adrift and don't know how to navigate um, when things break down. And we, we believe that the, um, the, the inherent um, tensions in a relationship is really a stimulus for fabulous personal development. And so um, the idea is to, is to learn how to move through it um, efficiently and learn and, and get the benefits of what relationship offers. And it doesn't, it doesn't happen automatically. You need to learn skills that you didn't have in previous times in life. And so we're, you know, I'm all about development and having couples understand that the best is yet to come, that you just got to, um, you know, learn new ways of talking, new ways of understanding things and really rebuild your partnership consciously. Yes, everything is an opportunity for growth. And that's a, it's a skill you have to learn, especially with romantic relationships. And I know one of the main parts that you guys write about is how to fall in love forever. And so how, I mean, I don't know who wants to take this, but how, how can we understand and support your partner's particular requests and their needs? Well, you, the most important thing is you need to learn how to talk to each other mm -hmm. uh, in a way that, um, uh, invites support and understanding. And, you know, there's a lot, a lot of us, we wait until the tension mounts and we're reactive and we, um, we don't have control over our, our, our speech and we create more conflict and crisis than is necessary. And so we, we actually teach partners how to talk to each other. It has to be learned consciously. It is a, it is a, um, a an asset to a relationship. 100%. Do you have anything else, Dr. Michael, to, to add on that from your perspective? Well, there's so many aspects to how to stay in love forever. And it's important to acknowledge the differences between you and your romantic partner. You don't want to be the same on everything. You don't want to agree on everything. You don't want to split things 50-50. All right, I'll take out the garbage Wednesday. You take it out on Thursday. You don't want the 50-50 things. You want to each have your own areas where you excel, and that's your responsibility, and you do it. And then you want your partner to thank you for that, to acknowledge you for that. But you don't want to be the same. And so in today's world, the big problem with 
romantic relationships is well what does the guy do what does the what does the woman do how how does that work we don't have definite roles and and then you get you know you lose the romance so we have a whole chapter on fairy tales in our book and and the purpose of of, of thinking about the fairy tales is that these are big pictures of where humanity has been and it giving us ideas about how do you create romance so we tell the story of cinderella not the not the story from from uh, from disney but rather the real story that was written down in the 1700s where cinderella is active she makes the prince run after her and find her she doesn't just fall at his feet he has to work hard so in romance, there has to be this kind of interesting, you know, let the guy feel like a guy or else the romance goes away. You want the guy to feel like a guy. And, you know, guys like to feel like they're doing things and fixing things and going running after getting things. And that, that, that builds up their testosterone. They feel better. And that's to come one of the complexities now is that how do you keep romance alive when uh, there's no differentiation? Yeah, and what you're talking about is like kind of the polarization of the, that masculine role and the feminine role of, you know, the, the, right. the guy wanting to the chase and the, the feminine kind of, not to say leading them on, but, you know, allowing right. so, that. So, so Barbara and I are ballroom dancers. We compete oh. all over the United States. And it's very intense. And in ballroom dancing, the man has certain responsibilities and the woman has certain responsibilities. The man has to lead the direction and the timing and the woman has to stay up with the man and all of his steps. She's got to be very intense about staying with him, but she has to extend and be the flower when he's the stem. And, and, and so you have different roles and if you don't accept the different roles, you don't look good on the floor. And, and, you've got, and but that's what you got to do in a romantic partnership. Make the roles up and just go with those roles and be happy and tell your partner how great they are for what they do and so on. That's what makes romance. But there, there's another dimension here. Yes, there is there is a a different role in the partnership and dance, just like there is in life. And you and you define them depending on your personality, and also your there is a gender component but we also want to be connected deeply heart to heart soul to soul and and so that's you know the other part of relationship is learning how to share and connect and really be open-hearted and be open about what you need in life so that you're really you know partnering at the deepest level of life and become and and be soulmates actually in in your your sharing of life together and so that so a lot of couples don't get there uh, because they get side derailed by the, the conflicts of fairness. Um, and, but, you know, there's no reason why a couple can't get on the other side of that and really dive deeper into their, into a, a different kind of partnership that really satisfies. So beautifully said. And what came up for me when you were saying that is, you know, speaking your truth and what you need, but also the growth and changes you and, and individually over the years, your partner changes over the years and the relationship changes the years. So how can you learn to accept those, you know, maybe maybe things you don't understand <laughs> or peculiar changes over the years 
and just see it kind of the big picture of just the part of development as an individual, but also as a relationship. Have you taken the anxious personality quiz yet? Real talk, not all anxiety is created equal, nor can you manifest the same way with it. Yes, that's true. You can manifest with your anxiety. I created this quiz so you can figure out how your anxiety manifests in your life, your emotions, your thoughts, and your actions. And when we have more insight into what our triggers and how to catch them faster, we're able to make lasting change and amplify what we want to manifest in our life. You can find out your anxious personality type at anxiousquiz.com. Learn to embrace and manifest with your anxiety today. And those are, you ask the big questions. <laughs> and and it's not an easy path. Yeah. Uh, marriage and long-term romance is designed to be an intense process. And it changes and it constantly presses you to expand your vision of life. So when your partner has changed, and when Barbara used to be very uh, cooperative and bend backwards and agree with whatever I want, that was a nice relationship, but then she changes and it forces me to look at her point of view and to see that there's another way of looking at the world. And that's not an easy path, but what we teach is practical skills to allow you to understand your partner's different and just listen to them. One of the secrets we teach in Fall in Love Forever is if you're not listening without interrupting, then you're not really listening. And we teach people how to do that, how to listen without interrupting. It, 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 it takes time to learn it, but once you do it, it feels so good to have you and the partner be able to sit down and just listen to each other. And it makes you expand. Like Barbara's always saying to me, wow, I like the way you see the world like that. I, I, I never thought of it that way. I, I, I'm gonna try to do that too, you know, because she's open to my way and I see it differently. And there's some things that she does that I say, wow, that's really amazing. And the other secret that we teach people is don't expect a smooth ride in romantic relationship. So if you're expecting to be smooth, you're, you're in the wrong, the wrong uh, party game here. It's not a smooth ride. It's supposed to be difficult at times. And that's going to happen. It's not like difficult every day, but just you go through processes. And that makes you grow. That makes you grow. When you're, when you're a teenager, it's difficult. There's a lot of stuff going on there, but eventually you grow and you see the world from a bigger point of view, but it takes time. So these transitions don't happen overnight. And inevitably, we, um, we step on each other's toes because we all have issues growing up as children. And we don't even know those issues are there until, you know, ouch, it, it turns up. And so um, partnership is an opportunity to relook at those old feelings and heal them uh, from a different level. And um, so it's, it's uh, I, I believe it's a profoundly psychological relationship that has the opportunity to heal those old wounds and you know, recreate your internal, um, your, your internal emotions and uh, for, for happiness and, and better health. I completely agree. Now, 
that makes me think of, you know, re-imprinting re, re your brain. So you have these childhood traumas or learned behaviors at the age of like zero to seven, we're a subconscious sponge. So we're learning all of these roles in our family and culture of how to behave and romantic relationship from what I'm hearing is what you guys said, and please fill me in if I'm wrong on this, is an opportunity to, to bring those to light and, and choose to keep it or, or change right. it. Absolutely. So, so, so that we can talk about uh, secret number three in fulfilling romantic, in, in, in fulfilling love forever is, is, uh, uh, it is, don't expect your partner to naturally and intuitively know what it is you want, like they did when you were dating because it doesn't happen that way, because then they can tell what's going on. Now you're a different person, you've gone through different experiences, and you have different desires and different needs. And, and you have to have the skills to ask each other for what it is you really want. And that actually heals you when you're asking your partner. So for example, Barbara, when we were doing this work some whenever we were 30, 40 years old, um, Barbara would ask me, um, Michael, I'd like for you to call me as soon as the airplane lands so I know you're safe. And from my side, that's an unreasonable request. There are no cell phones yet. I have to find a pay phone. I just, lamp, I just landed. I'm running late. I have all these things to do. That's why I'm on the airplane. I'm trying to go somewhere to do something. She wants me to call her on the cell phone. I mean, on, on the pay phone. For her, she needs that because when she's two years old, she lost her, her, her father, never saw him again. And so she has this fear of losing the thing she loved. And so she has this idea. So for me, it seemed like an irritation, unreasonable. Why, how can she do this? It's just, you know, she doesn't trust me, whatever. And when I hear from her why she's asking me these things, because it really helps to heal me because of this stuff that happened when I was little, then I... I, I'm softer about it. I realize, oh, okay, I can extend myself and find a payphone and call her and so on. But so that's something that we heal each other, but we have to make requests and we have to make them nicely. We have to let our partner know why we're making it. So we have a whole process. We run classes in, um, in Falling in Love Forever, four two-hour classes, and we give people, uh, the couples, skills and homework to do for, for each class, and they learn these skills, very important skills. It's such a benefit to know, you know, understand the backstory of why you react and what, what you want and what fills you up and heals your heart, rather than just reacting and becoming irrational and, and upset and accusing, and it goes, that's a, you know, that goes down a dark alley. Uh, and, you know, we, you can do that just so often before you, you know, you realize there is there has to be another way and there is another way yeah it sounds like a beautiful another way so with the the more brain part of it or the counseling side of it from what i just heard from you guys it really does sound like a self-awareness journey too is like knowing dr barbara that why you needed him to call you know to be able to say well this is why and to be able to, to explain that other rather than what you know what you just illustrated of fighting and blaming and all the, all all the mess um 
is that I'm assuming that's a big part of this process that you have to, to know yourself and that and, and also the relationship is an opportunity to know more of yourself as well. Is that correct? Yes. And one of the classes of that, uh, the four two hour classes we teach in our One Love Forever class, uh, one of the classes, we give you a skill set where you talk to your partner about what it was like for you growing up. What were the challenges? What were the difficulties? What were the issues? And it's a whole process. And then the other, other partner has their chance to do that. And you learn things. You have couples who've been married 20, 30 years. I never realized that about you. I, I had no idea. That's why, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, we, 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 we make it easy for couples to share this real intense stuff. Beautiful. Um, the next part I want to talk about, because I know a lot of long-term relationships, people kind of give up on intimacy. You know, this is the way that it is. It's kind of what I hear from a lot of people that it seems like the norm, but I don't want it to be the norm. How, how do you live longer, but also maintain the sexual intimacy with, with a long lasting love and relationship? Because so many people, I feel like after a while, just, you know, turn away from it. Yes. Well, if you stay in touch with yourself and you're growing and you maintain, you, you stay connected and you always, you're having good conversations, but you grow and develop your own life and you come up with new, new desires and new projects and you're growing as an individual, as well as a couple, you maintain the connection as well as your individuality. That's the, that's the recipe for hot love for a lifetime. You have to constantly be developing yourself. You can't, you can't sit on the sofa and watch TV and expect to be a dynamic partner and an exciting, uh, interesting, engaged partner. You, you have to keep st um, staying true to yourself and growing as an individual, as well as paying attention to your relationship. Mm -hmm. and, and it gets back to what we said earlier, that you, that you have to have different roles that you're agreeing on and and you're thanking your partner for that and so you don't want to be the same on everything I mean, you want to keep that 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 mystery that uh, that adventure in there you don't want to feel like you know everything about your partner you know exactly how everything would be no there's a little bit of mystery you have to keep and and that brings that passion and desire to the uh, the forefront and as you get older 40 to 50 and older, you need bioidentical hormones. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. And um, it works, it works all the time to maintain that usefulness and that passion. But you cannot skip that other step of maintaining those, those differences and appreciating your partner's roles. And you know, one of the things that really works for, for, for couples is to, see your partner in what they do really well. So when I see Barbara doing her counseling things and talking to people saying, wow, that's really, really thoughtful. That's really good. Wow. You know, and, and, and you realize that they're different than you. They're separate from you. They're not the same. Very important. And then she thinks I'm so great in what I do here and there. And that's real important to, to, to have that perspective about your partner that they're different than you, but you really appreciate those differences. It made me think of the quote, you know, you complete me. 
and a lot of the time that kind of sounds codependent in a way. So could you guys dive in? I would love to hear each of your opinions on, you know, maintaining the individuality and appreciating the differences, like you just said, from a point of love and reverence, but realizing that, you know, you're responsible for your, your being and your state and you don't need the other person to do things for you to feel better, essentially. That's just simple questions, but just two <laughs> answers. <laughs> we go deep here. We go deep here. <laughs> I love your, I love your questions. Those are such profound, thoughtful questions. You have some thoughts. So, if I understand your question, I'm, I don't know that I get the, the gist of it. Um, I know that. Um, um, you know, I admire Michael. He does a lot of great things. He takes responsibility for his interests and values, and he he produces so many um, great results for people. And I'm so proud of him. And I know I take my life seriously, and I'm constantly looking to grow and understand more and all that. So, in many ways, we're both very independent people who do what we do. On the other hand, we have a hobby that we you know that is part of my dream come true. We ballroom dance. And what's what's great about ballroom dance for for me is that um, it maintains a certain polarity about being a man and a woman, because you can forget that you know there's a certain way in which Michael and I could be two guys together because we're both real serious and smart and responsible and you know that's but um, we we do this dance uh, together in a very serious way we compete everywhere we we practice about five nights a week and. I just so appreciate Michael's effort and I know I bring my best self there and we're working hard and, and it's fun to, to uh, be coached and it's fun to go to competitions and score and be scored and, and see our uh, improvement over time. And it's, it's just such a fun experience, but it's, it reminds me that Michael's a man and I'm, and I'm a woman because there's you know there's ways in which i'm holding myself and i'm i'm definitely i'm dynamic i'm working hard i'm sweating just like he is um so it's a partnership for sure but i definitely feel the feminine part of my personality and it's important for men and women together to feel the the, the differences in their of their of their gender because it, it has a nice um there's a nice interaction about it that makes it fun and sweet because you're not you're not two guys. You're, you know, you are, you know, you are, you you have a different spirit on certain certain levels, and there's a lot of levels in which you're the same. But it's it the chemistry it makes enriches the relationship, and I'm reminded of that, you know, five at least five times a week. Beautiful, Dr. Michael. Did you have anything to add? If not, well, that's completely so fine. When you look at ballroom dancers, if you watch uh, the Dancing with the Stars, when you're in hold. You're, 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 uh, you have a very firm structure of your arms have to be up and you're holding each other very tight, but the structure is set where you have to have movement and freedom to move. And so you have a, 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 a paradox of a firm structure and then you have freedom to move. That's what you need in romantic relationship and how to create that is a whole process. That's what we teach people. You want to have freedom, but you got to have structure. We actually do a dance show that uh, demonstrates this. 
Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, my partner and I were at a retreat and we learned how to, to I think it was salsa, to, to be able to feel the right. difference is of being led and being the leader in right. the dance and feeling that polarity and the energetics of that. And uh, you're right. I looked at him in the eye and I said, lead me. And it was some, it was just, it was more than just the dance, you know, it was felt so powerful to be let, to let go and say, I can be led. And that polarity of being led and him leading is just dynamic. It's beautiful opportunity. I would love to do more. It's a reminder of the the principles in life and it's, it's okay to be a man and a woman together. Yes. Yes. And I know so many women watch listening to the show, my friends, we, you know, women today feel like we have to do it all. And and if you want to do it all, that's, that's completely fine and have your own business and your career and, and the family and stuff. But it's also really good to remember it's okay to let go and surrender. And sometimes that's a triggering thing for anybody to know, but to have somebody that you can trust to lead you has been a very big learning opportunity for me personally. And I know a lot of women can benefit from kind of diving into where is that coming up in their life as well. So I think you're raising a very important point. And and where we are now in American culture is is a big problem that, that has occurred over the last 30 plus years is that women have gained so much ability to work to get degrees and so on. And that's a masculine kind of a thing. The feminine roles for thousands of years have been, you know, that you're the nurturer, you're the caretaker of the kids and the children and so on. And women are not nurturing their own side that's feminine. And you've got to have some time to do that. That doesn't mean you can't have a masculine side and be great at work, but you want to have a nurturing side available to you. Now, men have need to have nurturing sides too, but they can also fall into over-nurturing and then they lose their masculinity and then romance goes away. If they're just home with the kids, take care of the kids, they, they lose. So it, it's we, we each partnership has to create their own balance. And we teach that. You have to figure that out. And help them figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I'm assuming from personal experience and just how this ripples out into all areas of relationship, but also intimacy as well. Because as a woman, always in the masculine, you're not going to want to surrender and be present and and feel any kind of pleasure in your body if you are in almost a fight or flight addiction all of the time. So can you guys speak to any of your opinions on how this kind of ripples out in different areas, in particular intimacy? I would say it's a big problem as uh, just as you're describing it. If a woman is not able to get into her feminine nature, then, then uh, sexual passion is going to evaporate. It's going to be like a job. And, 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 and it doesn't feel good to you or to your partner. And, and so that's something that is very important that a woman learn, and we teach that in our classes, how to make requests nicely. Because women have to make requests. Oh, does it really make me happy if, and then you, you say what it is. And we have a whole process by which we make that happen. And that brings out their feminine side, and that brings out 
the guy's masculine side when they can fulfill the woman and she's happy. And, but it, it's, it's not easy for some women to make requests like that because they're tough. They can do it themselves. Yep, that is a big voice in my head that, my, you know, my, I, my default self or my childhood is I could just do this myself. And I know a lot of women my age, millennial women, that I surround myself with, that's, it's very good, but there's a shadow side of that too, of realizing that this not only affects you, but your relationships, your vitality, your intimacy, and to be able to look at it from a different perspective, because I consider myself a feminist 100%. But at the same time, I love my femininity and connecting to that softer side of me, finding that balance, because that keeps that polarity and that sensual spark alive, but also my creative ideas, business-wise, other areas of my life. That's the that's the force of nature that created all of us, connecting into that creative power of, of who we are as women. Yes. Yeah. It's important as a as an individual that, especially for a woman, not to get too tired. So if you're doing everything yourself, it's really hard to have energy for love. It's and it's it, that's when sex gets backburnered, and um, so it's you know a partnership is a, a different mentality. And it's important to be asking for what you want, asking for the help you need, and sharing your heart on a regular basis. And, and I believe that you know a, a, a partnership where there's little or no sex is not a, is not a romantic relationship. It's a friendship. So sex is real important. Yeah, but as you said earlier, sometimes it feels like you can just be two guys, you know, two guy friends hanging out. You need. You need the, to appreciate the differences and that looks different for every relationship i'm assuming too is just finding and appreciating that polarity and those differences to to make that work for you beautiful uh, one last thing last question i want to talk more about for dr michael we've had um an ob obgyn on here to talk about bioidentical hormones so we, we've heard a lot about the feminine side of that could you maybe briefly explain that? And my question, because I feel silly asking this, is there the same for the male counterpart to the bioidentical hormones as well? Well, women are more complicated hormonally. Yes. So they have estrogen progesterone that goes up and down. When you go into menopause, that goes away. Their testosterone doesn't go up and down, but it does in menopause also essentially goes away. So for women, I like to replace all the hormones that they have lost once they're in menopause, estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, and probably pregnenolone, DHEA, and sometimes other hormones. And it makes a huge difference for women. For men, they just need testosterone. They don't need the estrogen, progesterone, with exceptions. But for the most part, they just need testosterone. And, and all these are bioidentical hormones you take by injection with the pellets under the skin. And for the man, he, he gets his passion back for achieving and accomplishing. For women, uh, 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 they get their, their feminine side back because, because women, as they go into menopause, become a little irritable, they become a little annoyed easily, a little angry, aggravated easily. That's why in all the fairy tales, who is the wicked witch? Is an old lady, no hormones. She's an irritable witch. And then 
for men, it's a slower process, but when they lose their hormones, they turn more feminine. They lose their desire, they don't want to work anymore, they don't want to accomplish things, they don't have this drive to be sensual or do anything, they just want to just, just relax. Playing golf is enough. But when you give them testosterone, all of a sudden they don't want to retire anymore. All of a sudden they have their brain and enthusiasm back. They have the muscle stamina, their endurance. They just feel like a young person. Now there are the hormones too, growth hormone and other things that we do, but those are the big picture things that, that are the differences between men and women. Beautiful, thank you, thank you. I learned, I learned something new every time I have somebody on the show and I, ha I had to ask that. Um, menopause episodes and the bioidentical hormone sexual wellness episodes do really well. So I wanted to make sure to give you credit and people who want to learn more, I'll link those in the show notes, but you got, you have a whole section in your book yeah. about it's this big, as well. It's a big section in our book, yeah. Ageless Love. And, you know, in the book, it has my office, which is in um, uh, California, south of Los Angeles, uh, Orange County. And uh, people can call and, you know, with, with the, the new rules and regulations since COVID, I can prescribe things outside. So people are welcome to call me, look me up here. My phone number, the office is 949-222-0232. They can look me up, talk to me about hormones and so forth. And uh, it can certainly make a difference in that arena. When, when, uh, when uh, we deal with our relationship stuff, we have other, other ways of connecting. And uh, one of the, um, uh, we have a quiz, agelesslovequiz.com. That is a quiz where it shows you the particular challenge you have in your own relationship now. And then it leads you into being able to find out about one of the, uh, courses we have online it's a video course and and it makes you do homework but it really changes your relationship and we have five different uh, challenges that people can work on we have a specific course on parenting as well you guys have it all i'll make sure all those are in the show notes but age was agelesslovequiz.com was the link yes. yeah just, beautiful right. easy simple to remember well <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Michael and Dr. Barbara, for coming on here today. Um, I close the show the same way every time. Thank you for your time and your wisdom and sharing your hearts with us and the work that you do into this world. How may we, the listeners, as an act of gratitude, be of service for you in return today? Well, I would say taking any of our courses and classes for yourself or for your family or who you think could use that. We have created these courses and classes. They're like $37 and it's like, you know, a, a great transformation of your life. We put a lot of effort into it because we love supporting marriages so that we have children will have both parents in the home. And so going to ageslovequiz.com, that, that's what we love. Um, the book they can the book will be available on Amazon real soon over the next uh, month it'll be out like in, in August and any of those things would be great Barbara, anything yeah no, we just uh, we want to we want American families to have uh, the foundation of a great marriage and uh, uh, partners who work together to, to uh, support you know everybody thriving 
and uh, that would that would change a lot of the of the um, climate in America, I believe. Beautiful. Thank you so much for for being with us today. It was such a pleasure talking with you both. Thank you. Well, excellent. We enjoyed it too. And remember, open up, surrender, trust.